Welcome to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. We are being joined today by Leanne from the Des Moines Playhouse. Hello, Leanne. Hello. How many years has the Playhouse been around? 100. 100 years. What a celebration. That's incredible to think that 100 years ago, the Playhouse was in business and performing plays. Yes. And in fact, it was uh, part of the little theater movement that was happening across the country. Yeah. And if you look at the names of the people that were involved that very first year, I mean, it's it's names that are still around in Des Moines. So names like Whites, uh, Friedman, who were part of the Yonkers family. Um, it's just amazing to see the people that that had the vision for Des Moines and said, we're going to get this started. I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you happen to know the first play performed? It was actually, yes, it was actually three one-act plays that were written by members of the Iowa Press Society. Of course, many of them were employed by the Register and Tribune. And so there was a play called The Pretender. There was a play called Peace and Then. And then I don't remember what the third show was, but three one-acts. Wow. They, so yeah. they were uh, they were adventurous and eager to really make Splash, it they like. were, and and you know one of the the playwrights of that that first performance on November twenty fourth, nineteen nineteen, was Charles Taswell, who uh, you probably know, but you don't realize that he's the gentleman who wrote the Littlest Angel, and of oh, course really? you probably have that book that you bring out at the holidays uh, yes, and put I've on the coffee it, table. Yes. Yeah, wow, yeah, wow. That's well, a hundred years. Happy birthday to the Playhouse, and you guys really celebrated this year because you just completed a renovation that had the Playhouse building closed down. You guys still performed at other places, but yeah. The, the building shut down. Yes, exactly. And in fact, we consider that our birthday gift to the community for for right. supporting us for 100 years. So, uh, you know, we've got our first show going on, Billy Elliot, and people are just loving the building. I mean, they'll they'll wander all almost all over. I mean, you can't go backstage during a show, but uh, you know the the main stage auditorium is refreshed, and the sound and light equipment is state of the art uh, theater equipment. We've got uh, renovations to the rest rooms, which of course everybody loves. Loved it. Yep. And, yeah, then and the my wife is, my wife especially loved yes, it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's a it's an exciting uh, as our, our executive director David Kilpatrick says. Now the frame matches the quality of right. the art that you've been seeing on stage. Yeah, and also I know you have chats with the director. They kind of talk about the show. You have a nice room, which is actually I guess the west entrance. Yes, uh, where that can take place now with good audio visual support. Yes, as well. so now there's like seven speakers across that space and three large TV screens. So when John Viers talks about the history of a play or a musical. Everybody can see and hear what he's talking about. All right. Uh, Leanne Backrose from the Des Moines Playhouse joining us uh, today. You mentioned Billy Elliot, the current show. Billy Elliot, the musical. Yes. Uh, that's still going on. Is that right? It is. We run through October 28th. All right. So. Well, this show, because I saw it opening night, there are so many kids in this show. And what talent. I mean, I was, I, it's unbelievable. So many times you'll see, well, that kid's good, but the rest, oh, you know, they're kids. <laughs> These kids are like professionals. They are. And in fact, we've got two young men who split the role of Billy Elliot because it's so big. And then we've got two additional kids in the cast who understudy those roles in case, heaven forbid, something should happen to those two young gentlemen. But the, the two young boys splitting the role of Billy are just amazing. And then you're right. Everybody else, uh, you know, all those little ballet girls, yeah. just amazing dancers. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody has to be able to sing and dance and act and yes. be available. 
It's got to be tough to find talent like that, but apparently we have it here in Des Moines. We do. And again, for 100 years, I mean, I think that's why the Playhouse has been around. You know, you've got those two different groups who come together, the one, the the people who have the talent, but who have chosen to perhaps do something else in their lives, but they right. want to keep that going. They want to they share that talent. And then, of course, the rest of us who love sitting in the audience and seeing all of that. And it's great to see young talent want to do the acting. Do, do they, are any of the actors professional or are they all pretty much just local talent that love to act? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. We're a community theater. Yeah. So everybody you see on stage with some very rare exceptions are are your neighbors and your friends and the kids that you go to school, your kids go to school with and your doctor and your teacher. I mean, it's it's really neat. And uh, so it's a passion for these people that just very love doing so. it. And I know because we go to a lot of shows and... A lot of actors you see that you say, oh, I, I remember because uh, this one, uh, the guy I remember, oh, he was in Misery. Yes, Michael Davenport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's great. And I, he's a, a teacher, I believe, isn't he? He is. He teaches at Roosevelt High School in the drama department. Well, right yeah. across the street from exactly. the Playhouse. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Leanne is here from the Des Moines Playhouse. What's your title, Leanne? I'm Marketing and Public Relations Director. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you do a great job. And oh, we, we love talking with you. <laughs> now, being in a show at the Playhouse, we mentioned for these actors, this is all just something they love to do. That's quite a time commitment for them. It is. And and I love that you say this is a passion and they love to do it because a lot of people think of the word amateur and they think amateurish. But amateur, right. the root of the word, the, the Greek word really means love of work. And that's what these folks are doing. And they do it in the case of a musical for about eight weeks prior to a show opening usually six to seven nights a week for two to three hours. I mean, you think about, again, if we think about Billy Elliot and what a huge dance show it is. So, you know, they'll spend the first two, three weeks just learning the dance. Then they'll add the song, you know, the lyrics on top of that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, they have to, there are scene work, there's scene work that goes in between the songs and they have to learn that. So it is quite an undertaking. And that's just the actors. We've got a whole crew of people who work behind the scenes so while all that's going on people are building and painting the scenery they're they're building the props they are sewing the costumes they're maybe styling wigs if it's that type of a show and then during the four weeks of a show uh, you, you do get Monday and Tuesday off to do your laundry and some grocery <laughs> shopping. But otherwise, they're at the theater there and, you know, folks pushing on the scenery, running the lights and sound. And then, of course, a whole nother crew of people who greet you at the door, who take your ticket, who help you find your seats. We discovered there's um, more than... Uh, 550 people in any given year involved in our shows, and they're giving a total of 55,000 hours to the Playhouse. And your staff, I mean, you mentioned the ushers and the ticket takers, concession workers. They are the politest, nicest people, and you can just tell they love being there. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. You know, and, and, uh, you know, that's a great way to be introduced to the Playhouse. And if you think, ooh, I'd like to support the Playhouse, but I don't have any talent, you know, there are those roles, the Mm -hmm. ushers and the the people running lights and sound. All of that is available. See, that was me. I was always one. I auditioned for one play when I was in high school, and I knew, oh, this isn't for me. So I got involved in the lighting. Like you say, that that takes just as much of a commitment. You start actually before the play or the set builders, which for Billy Elliot, you know, all of a sudden they find out we have to build 
Billy's bedroom upstairs, <laughs> and it also has to serve this person purpose when we turn it sideways, and then on the backside we'll have it be something else. Yes. What creative talent that takes, but what a great challenge and achievement for the folks who do that. Very much so, and of course we've only got I think it's twelve of us on staff, and. Um, kind of evenly split between business and then the creative. So uh, the professionals that we do bring in are indeed the designers and the directors. And so our volunteers are having the best experience possible. They're learning new skills. They're pushing their current skills. We're talking with Leanne from the Des Moines Playhouse and Billy Elliott, the musical Everybody wears a microphone. This has just got to be a nightmare to get everybody. You look at the commitment to get everybody mic'd, make sure all the equipment works, and have the poor sound guy. I can't imagine trying to keep all that stuff straight. Yes, yes. And so, you know, folks are doing what professionals are doing on the tours that you see that exactly. come through town. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's, you know, we provide all that training. Um, and in fact, I have a very similar story to yours. I am not an actress and have no interest in it, but. I've been going to shows at the Playhouse since I was five, so I started running a follow spot. And then I said, hey, teach me the light board. And then I said, ooh, that looks interesting, what they're doing backstage. Could I be a stage manager? And and that's how things happen at the Playhouse. If you've got an interest, we'll help you. Yeah. And, and the plays that are put on, having sat through rehearsals for plays that we did in high school and stuff, I never get tired of them. And if one that we did in school comes to the Playhouse, I go. Just, oh, I, I, yeah. You never get tired of it. Yes, yeah. Those are great memories. Uh, how many plays does a Playhouse put on in a year? We produce 11 each year. And so... Um, we do both in our main stage auditorium, which I hate to use the word adult because, uh, you know, but it's really a subject matter and, and themes that are geared for probably um, 13 years old and up. And then we have a children's theater, which is uh, for families and w- especially with kids five to 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And we do uh, shows based on books in that space. Well, I know one I'm looking forward to coming up is Elf the yes. Musical. Yes. And so at the holiday time, we try to pick a, a musical that we think the entire family can come to. And Elf is, is what we're doing this year. I can't wait to see that one. And th- yeah. that will be for the holiday season. So, I mean, if you're doing 11 shows a year... A lot of shows have about a one-month run. You're pretty constant all the time. We are, yeah. We like to say there's always something going on at the Playhouse. And, of course, the shows are the most visible aspect, but we also have a a very extensive education department. In fact, it's one of the largest uh, theater education departments of any community theater in the United States. And that also goes year-round. Now, I'm thinking of time constraints here, too, because we have a play going on through the month of October. You've got something planned for November. Yes. How do you schedule rehearsals, <laughs> light people, sound pe- That's a lot of stuff going on at the same time. It is. It's, you know, and in, in some respects, you know, we feel so badly for the show that's just opened, which in this case would be Billy Elliot, because the best Christmas pageant ever is already in rehearsal and Elf is already in rehearsal. And as soon as the current show opens, um, this sounds a little cruel, but they're kind of dead to us. <laughs> you know, it's time for, for us to focus on the next one because we know that the the quality of what we do and we know that the commitment and the passion that you mentioned that the volunteers have, that Billy Elliott's in good hands. It's in it's the volunteers' hands. Show. It's going to be a great show on closing night, the same show that you saw on opening night. Who decides what shows are, are going to yes. be done each season? Yeah, you know, that's a fascinating process. We... Um, our artistic director, John Viers, who's been uh, at the Playhouse nearly 40 years. And I can't think of anybody who probably knows more about all shows than that guy. Yes, well, yes. And what an incredibly 
talented genius he is when it comes to plays. Yes. And so he's always uh, traveling and seeing shows, whether it be on the local level or taking groups to New York to see shows. In fact, he just went to Chicago and saw Tootsie before it goes to Broadway. And I think that's probably going to be on our spring New York trip. Oh, wow. But he also, you know, is thinking, you know, besides thinking, what do we want to see in New York? He also is thinking, and can we do that at the Playhouse somewhere down the road? So, you know, John's always um, collecting ideas as our staff, as our volunteers, as our audience members. I can't tell you how many times an audience member will come up to us, even in the grocery store, and say, hey, I just saw the show. I think the Playhouse could do a great job with it. Ultimately, we see what's available, and that's uh, an interesting hierarchy if it's on Broadway we're not going to do it if it's on tour. Uh, and I don't mean we're not going to do it. We can't do it. Right. So if it's on Broadway, if it's touring, such as Hamilton, it's not available to us. Right. And that's why it took about 25, 30 years for us to do Les Miserables. Yeah. <laughs> and then ultimately, we go back to our ticket buyers and we say, hey, here's some things that we're thinking of doing. Tell us how interested you are in, right. in seeing them. John's got to watch a play different than anybody else, doesn't yes, he? Yes, I'm I mean, sure. He's just looking at how can we do this? Yes. That's... And and what what sort of um, artistic stamp can we put on it? So, right. you know, you see something like Les Mis. If you think about the first time Les Mis came through, you know, here's this big turntable. It's this big, epic musical. And I'm sure all of us were sitting there saying, how in the world would the Playhouse ever do it? But clearly, John said, hey, there's an intimate story here at the heart of this musical. We can do this at the Playhouse. Got a way to do it. Yeah. Leanne is here from the Des Moines Playhouse celebrating 100 years in Des Moines. And uh, wh- what time of year do you guys announce the schedule for the next year? We'll do that in mid-February of 2019. Oh, so, for, so not too far yeah, away. Yeah. So we're already working behind the scenes on what, that, what those new shows will be. And of course, the Playhouse can't run on... No money. You obviously (laughs) need money. And the number of people who donate, I see you have them listed in the programs. You have... You actually sold chairs, the new chairs in the refurbished theater, right? We did. And and in fact, uh, a little less than half of the chairs still are, are nameless. So if somebody's interested, they can certainly reach out to us and get their name on a seat uh, in the auditorium. But you're right. For 100 years, um, the Greater Des Moines community has really supported us. That's individuals. That's corporations. That's uh, the city governments. That's uh, now, of course, Bravo, Greater Des Moines. And also the state of Iowa through the Iowa Arts Council. Uh, has uh, provided some operating funds over the years. So it's really a collaborative effort. Well, Leanne, we've known you for years. I want to thank you for coming in. And, and, you know, the Playhouse is something I almost think of it as unique to Des Moines. I know most big cities probably have a program like that, but Des Moines has got, seriously, has got to be one of the best when it comes to talent and the way it operates. And you guys do a fantastic job. Oh, well, thank you. And thank you for your support. Des Moines Playhouse, you have a website where we can buy tickets, see shows, all the information we need? You bet. It's dmplayhouse.com. All right. That's simple to remember. dmplayhouse.com. Leanne, thanks for coming in today and look forward to another fantastic years and the 100th year of the Playhouse of Shows. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.